This is an additional podcast of the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where the Sunday Times Politics team interviews various ANC candidates contesting in the governing party's national elective conference for the top six leadership positions. This special series will allow you to sit down and be up and close and personal with the contenders as they chat about their personal lives, the experiences that have shaped them, and most importantly, why they deserve to be considered for some of South Africa's top leadership positions. With immediate effect. When people saw us, and I quote, in two years' time, Eskim's problems will be a thing of the past. People won't even remember load shedding. Unquote. They put saliva on the paper. I'm in charge. That's why these fools are running around here. I'm in charge. And then they share that zone. Point of order, Chaperson. Order, Chaperson. Point of order, ruling party by point of order. Must step aside within 30 days. No, I'm not going to apologize. He has no brains whatsoever. The NC president was sabotaged again yesterday. Well, sabotage, that can be This is not a shit. effort of uh, ensuring sustainable renewal for the organization, it must be, uh, I think, anchored on trust. And there must be trustworthiness. And, and um, I, I, would, I would also look at people who, in their conduct, have found something that I don't think merits uh, uh, support, but it's not for me to decide. Uh, others would still see this, uh, yet you don't see it. So I, I looked at this uh, other uh, candidate, so proposed. I was at ease, uh, organizationally speaking. I had no qualms. So I said, okay, let's give it a try. Mm. Well, what's wrong with the current president who's also seeking a second term? Uh, look, I, I, I have been. Uh, Expressing this, it's now going to sound like uh, monotony, yeah. in a sense. I think, to be quite honest, uh, you see, there is an expression uh, that uh, there are uh, like uh, for certain races, uh, for uh, certain um, shall I say, assignments. You need uh, a people of particular pedigree. Uh, it's like there are horses for courses. There are something like that. The course which I think is ahead of us, of us requires, uh, in my mind, someone of a different drive and ability than we have in the current president. The current president may have been good at a given time uh, in order to really deal with the markets, uh, deal with ensuring confidence in the country, etc. I think that effort was necessary. It ran its course. But within that, we have begun seeing uh, continuous losses or reversals. Unfortunately, some of the reversals within the core motive forces for the success of the NDR. 
And I think uh, for me that makes me to have to think that we should not drift away from the core constituency we represent in terms of its ability to be continuously rallied, marshaled towards the achievement of the National Democratic Revolution. It is for that reason that I thought we need uh, to have a change in tempo, and for that you need to have a change of leadership. Now, in, in the last ANC conference that you, 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 you ran, which was the 2017 Eastern Cape uh, Provincial Conference, where you were seeking re-election as the uh, provincial chairperson at the time, you lost, there's many debates about how you lost, uh, and there's been many terms about that conference with the president calling it a festival of chairs. What lessons can you draw personally from that conference? In fact, do you believe that you lost fairly in that particular conference? Look, that's water under the bridge uh, yeah. first. But you see, part of the rot we've got to deal with now, we tend sometimes not to see as it actually is uh, building up a leadership that is dishonest. Uh, you look the other way when it suits you. And, and, and you are very firm and robust where it is those you disagree with. But it is when it's those you agree with, regardless of what, what they do, you, you tend to look the other way. We don't need a leadership culture of that nature. What is wrong should be wrong with anyone who does that, regardless. I think, um, uh, so, so we've, you would expect that you would not have something similar happening again. I, I, I know even with the last conference that took after that one, there are still rumblings to date. Yeah. I think we've got to get to a point where we, we, we have our systems, our processes clearly, long before conference, making it possible to say we are going towards an arrangement which is free and fair, and anything that is questionable has been dealt with, to the satisfaction of those uh, who were complaining or, in fact, to the satisfaction of those who are looking unto the rules that have been uh, uh, issued beforehand, the rules have been followed to the letter. So it shouldn't be that uh, we... Uh, because, of course, these days you've got people who can be in a permanent mode of complaining until things get to their way. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm merely saying fairness must define uh, the way we do things uh, going forward. And I think we've learned some lessons uh, from that. And that, um, of course, the important lesson is also that uh, when you feel uh, hard done by decisions, you don't jump and say, well, I'm going to go elsewhere. You stay here and seek to have things resolved within. Because uh, I think we've had instances where people is dissatisfied with what has happened, then you see now this person is an independent, this person forms another part, this person is uh, doing some funny things now, which we, because of unhappiness with what has happened. So I think um, these are some of the lessons perhaps that we make out of this. Yeah. And then talking about the issues of inconsistencies, unfairness and dishonesty, others are arguing, for instance, at the current moment, that this particular uh, leadership collective of the outgoing NEC of which you are part has, has been notorious for, for those things they uh, 
point, for instance, to issues like Stephenside, that it was edited uh, as and when it suited uh, particular people, and that there is no consistency. Certain people, for instance, people who talk about issues of reports that would have been done by the Integrity Commission, uh, you know, those in the SGO office would sit on some if it points in, uh, to wrong done by those that are lying to them, they would be harsh on some that they want out of the way. Yeah. Look, look, all I am prepared to say about the, the present NEC is that uh, I think the promise out of uh, Nazareth that uh, we are seeing an emergence of a leadership conference has chosen from all the slates and that now they are charged with working together going forward. I think that project was a monumental failure. I think um, uh, precisely for the reasons you are saying, uh, there is still this uh, clinging to factional uh, associations, uh, decisions uh, being uh, pursued uh, when you think it is really this decision, uh, yet underpinning this pursuit, factional consideration. So I think we've had that, and uh, I think uh, it's, it's part of um, uh, going forward. Uh, let's, from the very word go, I think confront those, confront those uh, actively. Uh, much of the progress uh, we, should, we could have had, we haven't had really because of such. Um, among the other key decisions perhaps that have been taken, uh, over time you would find whether it's in the free state, there would have been of course a court uh, a thing, appeal in, in court there. The PC had uh, to be uh, uh, dissolved by instruction of court, uh, PTT, I mean, IP, IP, IPC established, uh, but to date the IPC hasn't been able to get to conference. We've had the longest IPC in the Northwest, uh, and, and uh, the leagues are in a state that is not really where it should be. Uh, and I think a large factor in this that makes for um, lack of progress to the extent they should have been, it's because of the pulling sideways, because of, uh, and this pulling sideways, the leadership at the same, at, the, at, at, at this level is very much involved in that. So I think um, conference uh, should provide us a basis going forward that the repeat of such uh, not to take place. Yeah, the, the outgoing NC of the NC at, 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 at a government level, do you think it has done enough uh, to be said that it has done well in terms of the tasks that it, uh, it undertook over the past five years, or did it fail uh, blatantly as some argue? I, I, I would take a view that uh, perhaps if the, the structure of the NEC itself was uh, mired with these challenges, it stands to reason that they couldn't have been provided proper oversight, uh, proper guidance at times to ensure that uh, indeed even the resolutions are implemented. Uh, so even to get to the point of expressing failure or not failure, it will then fall within 
uh, those uh, 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 contours uh, where people have defined themselves. Out when an organization is optimal in its functioning, such questions would have been easier uh, dealt with. Uh, so, so I think uh, uh, yes, uh, the. Uh, there could have been uh, things uh, done differently. Uh, they, they, they perhaps were things that were done, but uh, to be quite fair to the question, it would be to say, I, given the position the NEC collectively has put itself, it would not be possible to objectively make a statement in that regard. Well, you, you yourself have led uh, the ANC at a provincial level in the Eastern Cape, as I said before. You also led the province as premier uh, of that particular province. Do you believe that you've earned your stripes through your leadership of that particular province? Because some criticize that yourself you failed when you had an opportunity to lead an entire province. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure as to what uh, would have been the areas that uh, one has looked at. To arrive at that conclusion, from the point of view of um, uh, the government implementing uh, projects, undertakings that we've made, um, I, I thought that I even tried to impose this thing of leadership by force of example. That actively, actively, we show the way in how things need to be done. We introduced a number of things there. Uh, some are still continuing uh, in trying to ensure that uh, we inspire uh, the issue of uh, service delivery, inspire accountability. Um, but uh, look, given the amount of work that needs to be done, sometimes the little things that you do in a short period of time, they are pain if you look at the state in which our people are to be founded. Uh, so, so it's easier now to say, yeah, no, no, you failed, you did nothing. Oh, by the way, the other thing is that I went there with absolute integrity. Uh, you see, I, I don't have sleepless nights. Hey, when I was uh, in government, uh, there were some uh, funny uh, decisions that were made. I got myself involved in some uh, uh, shady things, uh, uh, influencing tenders, influencing this. To date, there's not anyone who can come with anything that can point to any wrongdoing on my part. That is just acting honestly and with integrity when you are uh, entrusted with the resources belonging to the people. During the Mandela uh, funeral issue, which is still in court, um, there, there was a, a matter uh, that some wanted to use to try and uh, still tarnish my name around it, uh, where erroneously some officials paid departmental money into my account. And um, as soon as that, I'd, as soon as I discovered that, I took measures to get that corrected. Uh, in fact, the provincial secretary of the time, I went to him, I said, hey, look, there is something of this nature that has happened. I brought my bank statements to him and to say, hey, look, this is what, but we've since corrected it uh, because uh, it should never have happened that way because it just leads 
to an impression that uh, you are actually ingratiating yourself with resources that belongs to the state. Other than that, uh, I would say uh, I have, uh, uh, where it comes to that, uh, I've really never had been found uh, having done anything untoward or on the wrong uh, of, of, of the law. Uh, I think it's important, uh, given that uh, integrity uh, is something that uh, in the environment we have is in short supply. Yeah. And, and, and that, uh, what you call erroneous deposit to your personal account of statement, when you uh, uh, sought to correct it, was it your own initiative out of the <laughs> or you did it because you were caught? No, no, not at all. Never caught. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never caught. Yeah. You see, what happens when you find immediately, you see, of course, there is in contact. When you get an in-contact, a deposit of money in your account, this man, it raised alarm immediately. I went back to them. Yes. And that's how it got cleared. Yes. I know that... Let me, not go to the, let me not go to the details of that, because I know who did that. Yeah. Um, but look, from where I come from, that's what exactly happened. I think it was an honest mistake. Yes. Yeah, I think it was an honest mistake. So uh, then, of course, it provided ammunition. Yeah, it provided ammunition. And there was a bit of orchestration around that, but uh, I'd leave it at that. And then organizationally, at, uh, uh, during your time as a leader of the Eastern Cape, I mean, you've said yourself that since the 2017 conference, even the previous one, there's been a lot of ramblings about the chaos in terms of the structures of the ANC in that particular province. It has become a notorious province for, for chaos since then. And some would say you should take part of the blame uh, because all this chaos begins as you are moving out of the way. So you, you in, in essence, they would say you didn't leave ANC structures in the Eastern Cape that are in order, that are a mirror of these values that you say you stand for, of integrity, honesty, and stuff like that. Okay. I got into the leadership of the ANC in the province, uh, like uh, to become the provincial chair, yeah. uh, in a conference, uh, I think it was 2009. Yes. Uh, in uh, the next conference, I was just uncontested uh, until 2017, where there was a contest. So, uh, well, it was it was complete shock actually to a number of people because uh, even as we were going to conference, there wasn't much of this uh, that uh, there shall be a contest, there shall be a contest, and uh, I think from that time then I would say help broke loose because uh, having then left the province in that form, um, even the vestiges of what we had in place, yeah. consciously they were dealt with. Uh, people were removed and from positions and all of that. So I would say, even though, look, I have said this is water, water under the bridge. Yeah. But you would say, then in order to assert the new hegemony, it had to be on the back of destroying anything that was there, yeah. that was associated 
with the leadership that was there before. Painfully, it also just included people who were just honest business people. They were booted out, uh, kicked out uh, uh, because of their association with that term of leadership. So, so uh, <laughs> can I take responsibility for that? Yes. Absolutely no. I have no part in it. But one would argue and say, for instance, you are the catalyst of that uh, chaos that ensued in 2017. Ah. In this way, let me just explain okay. to catch you. To say you had served two terms peacefully, as you say, going into your second term uncontested, everyone agrees that this is the leadership that we want. Naturally, in fact, historically now, at least in recent times, post the democratic dispensation, is that a, a third term has been frowned upon in, in ANC terms. One would say, why do you okay, feel the need to go for a third term? All right. No, no. No, 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 let, let me, let me uh, get this to you um, presently. Yeah. Premier Matabat yeah. has been elected uh, for the third term. Not frowned upon. Yeah. So, in the ANC, there are no term limits per se like that in that except if you were let me just make you the two examples uh, President Becky tried a third term when he was finishing his second term as head of state that was considered a problem now because in the national space, the president of the ANC is the face of the ANC in terms of the campaign. So when he had done his two terms, some believed that it was a no-no that he must get another term. Now, in my case, I had served only a term as premier, never a second term. So there would have not been this, that, no, no, anyway, you have exhausted being here. There was still room for that. But, you see, uh, the issue of term limits in the ANC leadership, as I'm making an example with Matabat, is not as you are describing. Yeah, yeah it's just a misperception sometimes uh, that uh, it's got to do with certain circumstances that prevail at that given time. So, in this instance, no, I did not uh, precipitate <laughs> in that I was uh, uh, not, uh, I was being um, inconsiderate uh, in doing that. But again, it's always in the final analysis, the decision rests with the members. And in this case, the majority of them felt it was time to pack. Yeah. Even in the circumstances, they did. So... Uh, that's it. Yeah, but 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 some would say uh, you yourself as a responsible leader who had led with the uh, Oscar Mabian who was contesting you in 2017. You, you, have, you had served with him. He was your provincial secretary. Did you not see it fit to pass it over? 
over to that generation and, and move in the manner in which you moved uh, afterwards to, to the national space. Well, look, you can say now that um, with hindsight, maybe that should have been done. But the truth of the matter is that these things happen through discussion. Yeah. It's not in the middle of a flow, everything looks okay, nobody is even showing any sense that uh, uh, there is clamor to contest. And then everybody is saying, no, but there's no need for this. Uh, let's, uh, there's no need for this. And then uh, it, it just happened. So uh, again, it's in the nature of politics, you do find uh, such uh, moments. But again, it's now 2022. Why all this amount of time about 2017? Yeah. So it, 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 it just, uh, look, we've long passed that. We're looking forward. Sure, sure, sure. And looking forward, do you believe that your running mate Zodim Kiza is capable enough to, to run the country now into its promised land? Say he wins. Well, I think if he were to be given the support uh, first from the ANC conference, that would perfectly put him. Uh, to be able to steer the ship. Yes, I think so. Uh, you pride yourself for your integrity, but uh, some would argue that now him, uh, Dr. Mkizi, that is, has got uh, uh, that cloud hanging over him. Over Precisely. That I, I have also insisted that uh, let's have no clouds hanging over anybody. Yeah. Whoever is keeping that cloud there, please bring it down so that the facts are dealt with, yeah. so that we don't have things hanging deal with the matter. You see, uh, we, we unfortunately in this space we have uh, have issues that don't get dealt with conclusively uh, so as to sustain this uh, suspicion over people. We don't need that. I think if anything, there's anything I think you've done wrong, let it be put to before you here and now. I think the country has enough resources for such things to be cleared immediately so that you can establish guilt from not guilt. You can establish someone has a case to answer or not. Yeah, this sustaining of matters. If, for instance, we knew way back, even before he resigned, that there was an issue, why not charge him? Again, we should ask, why? Why sustain this? So we shouldn't, uh, in, in my view, we, we should not, by stealth, uh, seek to sustain questionability without, when nothing stops us to take action as it when we know that there is reason. In fact, it should be, in my view, that we don't keep long suspicions on people, most of those who are in the political space. If one has a matter to answer to, let that be dealt with expeditiously such that guilt or not guilt can be established. Other than that, it just becomes another campaign uh, to exclude, marginalize, 
by suspicion. Yeah, and uh, but personally to yourself as his running mate, as, are you satisfied with whatever explanation? I, I I would love to think that the two of you might have spoken about this just to clear the waters mm-hmm. as, as you go to contest. Yeah, look again. I, Running mate might be too strong a word to use. Uh, I think I think I've I've accepted the nomination from people who said we are also supporting uh, Zoeli for this, and I had no problems. I have also sought myself to clear my head exactly on this question, and sought to ask by engaging him and anyone else with any knowledge around the matter, and uh, I I really have. uh, reached the conclusion that in fact this is one of those in which uh, uh, we're just being stringed along. I would be of course disappointed if there were to be uh, anything substantive coming out of this. And, and I mean, the, he's not the only one who goes into this conference with a cloud over their head. The current president himself has got his own issues over the parliament. Are you satisfied with how this matter separate and uh, in company are handled in terms of the allegations against individual leaders, some of whom are contesting, such as the current president and Dr. Kiza? No, no, I, I have said that uh, how I wish when anyone has anything. Let's not have clouds hanging over people. Uh, Whoever has the ability to lower this, not to hang the clouds, let that be done expeditiously. Mm -hmm. You see, I I think even in this instance, we, to me, a long time ago, this matter should have been folded because once the facts are in the open, it should be that uh, it's easy to establish Guilt from not guilt. And, and, and uh, it's rather has taken too long. In fact, even give, gave the impression that there seems to be like uh, um, stalling or uh, almost like as if someone is trying to uh, play tricks in, in the sense around the system. We don't need that. We don't need that. Uh, so, so uh, I'm hoping that in the time between now and conference, and at least insofar as that matter is concerned, there would have been lifted the lead, the lead as as to these are the facts in the matter, and uh, we do have reputable uh, bodies, South African Revenue Services, the Reserve Bank. Uh, I think uh, the public protector, uh, I mean, uh, all those bodies, we shouldn't be kept this long in suspense of a matter that should have been nipped in the bud. These are the facts on the matter. And they uh, would deal with it. So the fact that it drags like this tends to give this impression that there is an attempt at either manipulating the information, uh, which is unfortunate. And uh, so, again, we, for me, as a general uh, uh, guide, I would wish we don't have this thing that we've got long drawn out allegations at individuals which are not uh, uh, concluded so as to establish a fact. It's better when somebody gets out there and says, I challenge this. Yeah. The person has the opportunity to challenge the matter where you feel that, uh, no, 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 
this is a misrepresentation or it's not as how I know it, then you challenge it. But at least the first point of determining whether there is a matter or not, it has been established. If uh, the current president wins and uh, Dr. Mkise loses, what's the future for you? Or in fact, let's say yourself, if you lose, what's the future for you as far as ANC is concerned? You see, it's a, it's a matter that, uh, uh, you see, as a member of the ANC, you avail yourself uh, consideration in a position. You may get it, you may not get it. But what you are assured of is your membership. You continue being a member of the organization. Uh, that, that would be the case even then, after conference, if uh, I don't make it, I would still be a member of the ANC. Would you continue serving uh, as deputy minister? The issue of serving, I have always said, that is at the behest of the president of the time. So I, I, you, you, you don't, you are appointed there. Yeah. Appointment has nothing to do with conferences. Yeah. Conferences come and, and go, they run their own site. Uh, the wish of the president then would either be to keep you or not to keep you. And that is done regardless of conferences. That's the way of life. Uh, I'm so used to uh, being fired, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I joke about this and say, my first harsh lesson in the struggle was being fired. Uh, I was baptized by being fired. So nothing shocks me about being fired. It, it comes with... I was counseling people uh, in the Eastern Cape once when I was fired as an MEC for public works. Uh, they felt, ah, hey, how, you, how, must, how are you feeling now? I said, no, I never came here uh, for this. It was just an assignment I was given. When the assignment is taken away, I remain who I am always ready to serve the movement at every so even now whilst this has got nothing to do with conference if uh, beyond conferences we don't make it and that uh, then the president uh, feels that yeah these ones gave me a run these ones spoke ill about me if you think so so they don't deserve to be in my cabinet that is a matter that is entirely dependent on the president and he cannot be asked why did you remove this one and you'll make peace with it if that X falls on your head. In the course of you standing for what you believe in, yeah. there are consequences. Yeah. Yeah. That was my lesson as you, I got into the strife. Yeah. Uh, I was baptized that way. You, there are consequences for things you believe in. If you think that uh, you'll have it your way all the time, regardless, uh, you're at the wrong place. Finally, Marida, there's this, you know, prediction uh, that is going around that insistence a very real risk of losing its majority control of the national government and some couple of provinces in 2024. Do you foresee that and do you think it's real? And if it is real, what is it that the ANC fundamentally needs to do with speech to avoid that eventuality? I think... Uh... I, I, I believe in that that it is a it, it is a it is an uh, an imminent uh, threat. It is something that is real, and um, 
I think, uh, firstly, we have, as far as possible, uh, close ranks. Two, we've got to be very, very uh, uncompromising where it comes to service delivery to our people. Be very harsh across the board on underperformance and corruption. Because these, to me, cost us the confidence of the people. Of course, there would be issues to do with crime uh, that is rampant in in our country. There are things to do with unemployment. You need to have a very conscious collective that will set in place measures to pursue all these ensuring that we're doing so from a very cohesive movement. That's, that, that's what I believe in. Thank you so much, leadership, for affording us your time. And, yeah, we can only wish you all the best.